Welcome back. This is the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. Let's go to our Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline. We're going to bring in, I love this guy. Anytime you get a chance to talk to Dave Shondell, it is a good day. And that's exactly what we've got here, head coach of your Purdue Volleyball Squad. Coach, always a pleasure. How you been? I've been doing great. Uh, you know, we, we've been busy trying to get better. Got a long road to hoe here in the Big Ten Conference in the sport of volleyball, but I've been doing great and, and looking forward to seeing what this team can do. All right, so we go to Big Ten Media Day. You're 13th in the preseason poll overall, but only 8th in the Big Ten. I, I don't know a lot about volleyball, but I do know the Big Ten is strong, but I'm also very biased, and I think 8th sounds like a load of bull dinky, as my mother used to so eloquently put it. I, I felt like that's low, but is the conference just that stacked this year? Well, first of all, I think you do know a little bit about volleyball. We've been trying to educate you, you know, and, and all the time that we've been talking to each other. But uh, first of all, the league is super tough, as it always is. And um, when, when the coaches look at trying to, to put together their, their rankings for the for conference play, they look at who's gone. And they don't really look too hard at who's behind the surface, you know, who played behind those players. And so – I feel really good about some of the unknown and unheralded players we have on our roster, and I'm watching them practice every day in our gym, and I feel pretty good about what we've got. So, um, But I do respect the Big Ten coaches, and, and I know that I'm guessing numbers four through eight were really close in both. I'm thinking one, two, three, and four might have been, uh, you know, a few spots ahead of the rest, but uh, it, it serves as great motivation, Jared, for – our coaching staff and our players to prove that maybe the coaches didn't get it right this year. We're talking with Dave Shondell here on our uh, Hammerhead Hotline, head coach of your Purdue Boilermaker volleyball team. Uh, they've got a couple of events coming up here rather soon. Uh, Friday, the 2nd of September, the Reamer Club Extra Special. Uh, tickets are uh, available for that. That starts on Friday. They'll play early against Bradley and then a uh, 6.30 tilt against uh, Utah and then uh, there's a Saturday game against Milwaukee, so make sure you go pick up your tickets. Uh, tell me a little bit about this squad here. You, you talked about, you know, who you're – I know you're losing some really big guns up front too. Uh, talk about what you have coming back um, and uh, some of the young ladies that you're really excited about uh, to help take Purdue Volleyball to the next level here. Yeah, just before I do that, let me tell our fans that it's going to be a hard ticket to get for Purdue Volleyball, and those – matches that match with Bradley yep. uh, during the day on that Friday. Uh, there'll be tickets available for that one. There might be some available for the UW-Milwaukee contest, uh, but they're going to be hard to get. So um, I hope our fans will, will search early for those and pick those up. Uh, but back to our unit, um, Raven Colvin, that's going to become a household name uh, around here. Raven's uh, one of the most talented sophomores in America. She's a high flyer. A great competitor, a terrific leader as a sophomore, and I think our our fans are going to to absolutely fall in love with her if they haven't already done so. Um, Maddie Skimmerhorn is from Ligonier, Indiana, West Noble High School. She's a senior, and she's played a lot in the backcourt. But we've had Jenna Otek and, and Mo Horning that have been really stalwarts in that in that area, and now you've got uh, Skimmerhorn's chance to kind of take over as uh, maybe the libero. She's being pushed right now, however hard by uh, Allie Hornick, uh, who's a sophomore and was one of the top 15 recruits in the country. So um, I think our backcourt play is, is going to be pretty good. They're getting some help from a transfer from Missouri who played high school ball at McCutcheon. 
and that's Emily Brown. And Emily is, is making great progress, as is senior Avis Corrin. So I think our backcourt's going to be in good hands, and that's kind of like your backcourt basketball. If you can't get the ball down the floor, you can't run in your offense. Uh, Matt Painter will tell you that. Uh, but for us, if we can't pass that serve on that first contact up to the setter, we don't have a chance. Speaking of setting, Jared, we've got uh, Meg Renner, who is a uh, redshirt junior at six foot two and, and plays very, very big. That's a great luxury to have for a setter. A lot of times, like last last couple of years, we've had Haley Bush, mm-hmm. and Haley's about five nine and a half, and uh, it'll tough for her to block and, and, and play balls around the net. But uh, Renner has that ability. Another transfer that came out of the McCutcheon High School originally from Northern Illinois is Grace Balancefer. And uh, Grace uh, is a great little player, started all four years for Northern Illinois, but she wanted to use that COVID fifth year to come back and see what it was like to play at Purdue in the Big Ten. She'd grown up watching the Boilermakers, obviously, from across town. And then Sydney M is another setter that returns. She's a redshirt freshman. But I think that the noise is going to be made up front by a trio of seniors, Maddie Cook, Maddie Chin, and Emma Ellis. And they're all about 6'2". They all touch around 10'3", 10'4", which means they're up above the basketball rim, for those of you at home that can try to relate that to something. Uh, by the way, Raven Colvin touches about 10'8", so she's 8 inches above uh, the orange uh, as far as that's concerned. So, uh, But those three are going to have to play very well for us. We've got a transfer in the middle who's going to probably start out, maybe start out teaming up with um, a Raven, and that would be Hannah Clayton. She started four years at Iowa, and she wanted to, to move and play at a higher level, and so she's coming to Purdue. But another middle that's making some noise is um, Lourdes Myers, and Lourdes is six three and a half. Jared, she's been here for two years, but hasn't used a year of eligibility yet. How's this will be her third, third year. <laughs> she had a medical red shirt. She has a COVID year. So this girl's six three and a half. She's touching ten five and a half and has a cannon for an arm. So I think eventually she's going to find her way on the floor and she's going to break some noses. Um, so I, I think that's, that's going to be exciting. And um, then our freshmen that we have coming in, uh, I know I missed a few people, but our freshmen that I think can, can be factors, uh, number one is Eva Hudson. Eva, I think, was clearly the best player in the state of Indiana last year as a freshman, um, won the national championship in club volleyball to AAU Nationals and was the most valuable player. Her mom played her. Her mom was, a, was um, what was her mom's name? Real quickly here. I'll come back to that in a minute. But uh, she was a, a really good player out of Ben Davis High School. Stacy Mondino was her name as a player. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're lucky to get her here. She had actually signed a letter of intent at Notre Dame. They had a coaching change that opened the door for her to get out. And she came uh, to where she belongs here at Purdue. But she's going to be a great player, going to become one of our best ever. We have a six-foot, six-inch middle hitter from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, the tallest player that I think we've ever had. Uh, she has plenty to learn, but she's going to be a dandy. She's smart. She's athletic and got a good arm. And then out of uh, Houston, Texas, we have Brielle Warren. And Brielle is the daughter of Ty Warren. Ty Warren uh, teamed up with Roosevelt Colvin uh, in the defensive uh, end position for the Patriots. He won two Super Bowls, came out of Texas A&M, and she has some of that same toughness that uh, her dad had to, to win two Super Bowls for the Patriots. And uh, she's a banger. She can really pound the ball. So, um, in a nutshell, that's kind of uh, our squad. And uh, I, I think it's going to be one that our fans will love to watch because they play together beautifully and they're learning how to compete. I'll tell you what, nobody can. 
Coach-wise here, I, I don't think I have ever had any kind of coach, uh, any sport at any level, ever go through a, a lineup like Dave Shondell does with the enthusiasm and the details. I, sw- I could give this guy another 10 minutes. He'd hit all the concession stand workers for you, too, and tell you how great they are. Uh, well, they do a nice, they do a nice <laughs> job. They, we've only got one little concession stand in Holloway Gym, and it's like a madhouse over there. My wife tells me about it all the time, that they, they need to add more concessions in, the, in this building. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, it's going to keep on selling out like this thing does. It seems like a, a, a winning thing there. We're talking with Dave Shondell here on our uh, Hammerhead Hotline. Look, you're passionate about a lot of things. I love following you on Twitter because um, I think you give a really unique perspective on a lot of things, and, and you're not afraid to voice your opinion on a lot of things. Uh, one of the things that you have been pretty passionate about as of late is growing the game of volleyball into boys' volleyball here in the state of Indiana. That, that's on a uh, – this is like a trial run thing for this, and I, and I know you've been shouting it from the mountaintops that we need to get this thing going. Uh, tell me a little bit about your passion for getting this uh, – launched here in the state of indiana well it really starts with my father dr don shondell who was one of the pioneers of the sport of volleyball he started men's volleyball at ball state i know we have a lot of people in this area that are familiar with ball state's men's volleyball it started back in the early 60s and uh, ball state and ucla were the first two sports to uh, first two universities to begin men's volleyball and so i grew up around my father who was trying to promote that sport and his dream was always to see boys volleyball make it at the high school level as a varsity sport. But with gender equity and Title IX and, and IHSA being a little bit difficult to, to break into, mm-hmm. it, it, never, it never happened during his lifetime. My dad passed away about oh, six months ago. Uh, he's 93 years old. He lived a great life. But he didn't get a chance to see this come to fruition. And it's up to, now it's up to us. It's up, it's up to the, the people that have a passion for the sport, not just for boys volleyball, but if, if you're a, a woman that's had the opportunity since the 1970s to, to get all the exposure at your high school and play collegiately and all those things, I think it's a responsibility for us, including our media and our administrators at these high schools, to give these guys an opportunity. Because here's the deal. They've had two years to get 50% of the schools in the state playing volleyball. Okay, so it's like about 150, 150 teams have to be playing, uh, sign up and have a varsity team at their high school. The boys are there. The boys want to do it. It's the fastest growing sport in America for boys. Boys volleyball is the fastest growing sport. Hmm. And uh, but we have some administrators that are going to tell you a lot of reasons for why they can't do it. And I've always been somebody that doesn't like to look at at the problem. I like to look at the solution. And I think there's a solution for that. Give it a shot. Give these guys an opportunity to play. We had our first boys' volleyball camp ever here at Purdue, and we had about 75 guys showed up. It was one of the best days I've had in a long time because their enthusiasm is off the chart. And uh, they know that in many cases they're going to get a chance to play for their school as a varsity sport, get a letter, and hopefully get a letter jacket, and do the things they've never been able to do before ever. And I think it's people, that, like ADs and administrators at places like Central Catholic and West Lafayette and Harrison and uh, McCutcheon, and, of course, Lafayette Jeff has Gail Gripe, and she's had that club team there, and I think they're all set to go. Uh, but the big schools have to lead the way, and I'm hoping that in this community, um, which is a volleyball community right now, mm-hmm. uh, we, will, we will push push the envelope as hard as we can to make it happen for the young men. 
Dave Shondell here on our Hammerhead Hotline. And get out and tell your high school administrators you want to see some boys' high school volleyball. Uh, we want to get this thing done. Make sure you pick up your uh, tickets for Purdue Volleyball. Single game tickets are on sale. They will go fast. Uh, you want to be there in person. I know you guys have like a record number of games on Big Ten Network and stuff this year, but you want to be there in person. I, I took my daughter last year. She was absolutely hooked. She loved it. She was only five, and she loved everything about that game. Uh, and I'm telling you, the kids are going to love it, too, and you're going to love this team. You love Dave Shondell. Uh, that's a given, but uh, you need to get out there and do this. Coach, it's always a pleasure. I know you guys are out there working hard. I can't wait to get out to Holloway and see you guys this season. Well, you let me know when you need to be in here because I'll take care of you.